0: All right, we're back on the Carolina Outdoors. Last week we were talking about uh, paddling among the spider lilies down at Lansford Canal State Park. Let's go on down the river a little further, Bill Barty, and see what we can find to observe along the waterways of South Carolina.
1: All right, just imagine a late May paddle through some South Carolina blackwater, a blackwater creek, if you will, the birds chirping, small alligators sliding into the water as you pass by hundreds of years of history surround you from the natives who've lived there hundreds and hundreds of years ago to revolutionary war heroes who made their name here the wildlife that's common to us all jeff caruso's got a paddle trip just like that and it's coming up monday he's a naturalist historian and a paddle guide And he's got a rare opportunity upcoming this Monday. We're going to bring him on to the Carolina Outdoors and find out a little bit about this. Jeff Caruso, welcome to the Carolina Outdoor Program. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Man, it is going A-OK. Now, that little intro that I put forth kind of is an intro to Quinby Creek, which is southeast of Lake Moultrie um, within the confines of Francis Marion National Forest conveniently located between Allendahl and Terrytown, South Carolina. Did I get all that right? You
2: did get all that right. That was pretty good there. It's uh, kind of on the southeastern section of the forest. It's just off the east branch of the Cooper River. And, uh, and we're going to have a nice paddle through sections of, uh, of Blackwater Creek as the sun is setting and the full moon is coming up. Um, So we'll have some celestial events in the sky happening this time of year. Uh, The wildflowers are in full bloom, as I'm sure you guys were just talking about. Those spider lilies are going to be present on any of the tannic blackwater um, areas that we have here in South Carolina, Uh, along with Carolina swamp rose and pickerel weed and cardinal flowers blossoming. And uh, we get tons of wildlife Active this time of year as it's warmer and warmer. Uh, our reptiles are going. Our our yellow-belly sliders and our red-belly sliders and um, even our, our megafauna like the alligator and plenty of birds of prey in the sky. So it's an it's an amazing uh, ecosystem to go through, and it's connected to our human history as
1: well.
0: Bill Barti, do you uh, know what a yellow-belly slider is?
1: Is that a <laughs> turtle? <laughs> that is a turtle. Yes. <laughs>
0: How about a red-belly slider? Is that a turtle, or is that? A-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's those guys that slide off that log and hide in the water. Now, mm-hmm. now, you mentioned alligators. Of course, everybody's afraid of alligators. What about them?
2: So, alligators. There's nothing to be afraid of. There. They don't want anything to um, to do with us human beings. Um, they've got about two thousand pounds of pressure per square inch in those chompers of theirs. And that's actually what makes me feel pretty comfortable about them. Uh, they're designed as ambush predators. One bite, one kill. They're not looking for a fight.
0: Uh-huh. So anything
2: larger than about an egret size is something they don't really want to mess with. So it really adds to the majesty of the paddle to uh, paddle next to such an ancient and uh, really ultimately cool predator. Um, around you and especially as the sun falls and they come out and they're doing their thing you can hear them bellowing back to each other um in the moonlight it really adds to the magic of the area so. well, it's,
1: it sounds kind of romantic and we need to talk a little bit about this don yeager bill Barty, we're the outdoor guys hanging our hats at a shop called jesse brown's here in the middle of charlotte but on saturdays we bring forth the podcast the carolina outdoors and our guest jeff caruso Again is a historian a naturalist and a, a guide of, of all sorts of things but on Monday he's going to be guiding a black river um, Quinby Creek what constitutes the title of a blackwater creek or river
2: so black water is literally the opposite of white water it's very slow moving water that it's so slow moving that all the leaves that fall from the trees down into the creek have time to leak their tannic acid out into the water kind of like a tea bag steeping in hot water Um, in this case it's nice cool shaded water um, and it creates this large vat of tea-like water which looks very black Um, so we call it black water Um, fresh water system that starts in the coastal plain instead of the mountains where uh, water would run really fast down and cause lots of erosion and carry lots of sediment. Um, sediment settles at the bottom of blackwater creeks and rivers, and um, and the freshwater species abound. And it was also, for us historians, a really cool place because uh, Carolina Gold, the rice that was grown in the colonial era, was typically grown in blackwater areas because they're tidal, and freshwater is actually less dense than salt water so the tide raises the level of the fresh water which allowed us to flood the rice fields of all the different plantations in the area and there are lots of them right around Quimby Creek
0: now this is um, this is in the Francis Marion National Forest uh, tell us a little bit about the role he played in getting this getting this named after him
2: uh, well Francis Marion also known as the swamp fox is actually considered the founder of the Army Rangers. He was the first guy to use guerrilla warfare tactics, and he's one of the reasons that we could defeat the British in the Revolutionary War. He actually partook in a battle at the Quimby Creek Bridge, um, right next to Shoebrick Plantation, uh, which was an Ashby Plantation, and it was it's Paladin Hill now, and it's uh, it's an interesting spread through many of the different famous names of South Carolina, the Barnwells and the Shoebricks and the Rutledges, and, um, and in this particular battle, the British were starting to lose ground in 1781, and uh, and Thomas Sumter was the general of the time, and Francis Marion came to his aid, and uh, they fortified themselves, the British did, and in the Shoebrick plantation after crossing Quimby Creek on the bridge, and they were trying to remove planks from the bridge, so the uh, American— Army couldn't follow them, but uh, they arrived just in time to come across at the charge of horses. And um, many of the men kind of catwalked across the support beams of the bridge and uh, ended up trapping them at Shoebrick Plantation.
1: Now, now, you give Sumter kind of you're giving us the whole thing, you're giving us the real version of Francis Marion, but for our Hollywood friends. Um, the fictionalized account was played by Mel Gibson in *The Patriot* as well. Many say Francis Marion um, w- inspired that uh, that character in that Hollywood blockbuster movie.
2: Yeah, they got some things right in the movie. I'll say that uh, Cornwallis was definitely trapped by by I guess well I can't remember his name in the movie, but if Francis Marion trapped him through guerrilla warfare tactics. It, uh, attacking supply lines, and it was actually him and about 70 guys uh, from the King's Tree in Williamsburg area that that trapped those fellows in the swamp. And he actually got his nickname because he was hit and run, and Colonel Tarleton, the villain in that movie, uh, was charged with catching him, and he wrote Lord Cornwallis later on after weeks of trying to chase this guy through the swamp, uh, saying the devil himself couldn't catch that old box
1: unbelievable and, uh, a- and that is one of the stories that you're going to bring forth on this special trip that you are leading uh monday may 28th it's a kind of an evening paddle um through coastal expeditions down there tell us how many people you expect and how do we sign up to come down there this is about two and a half hours from charlotte or so um heading down into the low country of south carolina How do we get in touch with you to participate in this Memorial Day Full Moon Kayak Tour with Jeff Caruso and Coastal Expeditions?
2: Um, You can go online to CoastalExpeditions.com and and try and book through there, or you can call Coastal Expeditions at 843-884-7684 and talk to Kelsey or Brittany and uh, see if you can get on there. We're expecting um, anywhere between 16 and, and 20 people at as a max, and it'll be myself and Olivia Wilson, another talented naturalist and historian, uh, paddling through the creek at uh, a nice sunset and full moon rise. Now, do we need uh, to
1: run out and buy a kayak and a paddle and uh, a PFD <laughs> and uh, a water bag and uh, all of that stuff to come out there? We... We
2: provide all the gear necessary for it: uh, PFD, paddle,
1: a kayak, and um, and
2: dry bags available. And uh, and do the entire. We'll provide everything you need, except uh, I, I would strongly suggest bringing your own water. And uh, and that'll be it, pretty much. We'll take it from there. Bring a snack with you, um, and should be a, a an awesome evening of of paddling. And uh, you won't have to worry about much with us there.
1: Well, and and it is kind of an evening. I'm going to ask you again uh, why it's so rare. But one of the reasons is there's a full moon. Another reason is the time of year. Um, It's 3 to 9 p.m. So you kind of get to see the sunset and the moon rise. Um, $95 per person to participate, again, at CoastalExpeditions.com. You can contact us at Jesse Brown's, too, for more information. But... Um, Are there other reasons, or do you want to reiterate the rarity of this occasion down on this Quinby Creek uh, Blackwater uh, River in South Carolina? So
2: the paddle itself is just an incredible experience, mainly because we don't offer too many paddles on blackwater as the sun sets. And you get to experience um, these alluvial swamps in the evening, and as it gets darker and we get to see the wildlife react to this incredible area and see it in a different light um, it doesn't happen often um, and timing it with these celestial events you get a little bit of everything
1: um, it's fantastic so it's, and i do have yeah. on my paperwork here it says you just need to bring some water some snacks and most importantly your sense of wonder and, Jeff Caruso, you've helped paint that picture so that we, too, can sign up for this Monday treat that you're offering. Thank you for being on with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Thanks for having me. And off he goes. Don Yeager sitting on that side, Bill barty on this. We'll be back with more of the Outdoor Guys on the Carolina Outdoors.